afternoon. Thank you for being my friend. I always love this music. It's such fun to, to be able to have this music get you kind of thinking a little old school. You know, we had a little, you know fun when we were picking it out. I am Deb Creer. I am the socialite. Again, thank you for listening and for being here. I am passionate about working with people to show them how to use social media to promote themselves and their businesses. And today we are just so honored to have our guest. Um, you know, it's she's royalty to me here in this area. She just laughed, but yes, she is. And and somebody who I have considered to be a mentor for, for many years, we have Judy Taylor here with us. She is a local marketing expert, an award-winning journalist, an award-winning community leader, a business consultant, inspirational speaker, publishing consultant. She founded Colorado Zenith Woman Magazine. Many people are familiar with that. She was a founding editor for Denver Woman, and she gives many, many presentations on the women's market and things like that. Um, but today, we, you know, as I said, I'm just delighted to have Judy here to talk about social media, particularly how it pertains to women. And then really, we want to talk about how it pertains to the older demographic. It's funny, I posted um, a link to today's program on you know, all my various social media sites, and one of the people responded and said, wait a minute, you mean Facebook isn't just for 20-year-olds? And I said, no, we have to find our high school classmates. Um, but, you know, again, Judy, welcome, and, and thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Deb. Uh, we have known each other a long time that through the growth of the social media, through the growth and changes in the print field, mm-hmm. and so uh, you're... Your intro song is very apropos. Yes, yes. You know, what I didn't say about Judy that I have always found fascinating, you know, we, we have known each other for many years, and so I know a little bit more about her than, than many people. Uh, Canadian, born in Canada. Correct. Grew up primarily in Washington, D.C., but in various places. But now this is one of the cool things, you know, since I'm such a, a sports addict, Judy was one of the first women writers to write about professional men's hockey. That is correct. There were, uh, on this continent, there were 13 of us ah. who covered the National Hockey League at that high professional mm-hmm. level, and yeah. I was one of them. And you know, and, and this is pre-Avs. This is pre. Right. This is probably even before the Avs were the Canucks, and you know all of those. Various exactly, things. it was mm-hmm. before. It was uh, back in the eighties mm-hmm. of the Rockies, and yeah. so getting into locker rooms was a challenge. Uh, getting the interviews was a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now they come out in nice sweatsuits behind a table. <laughs> I, I, I like that a whole lot yeah, better. Yeah, you know, you were you were down in the locker room and oh yeah, uh, uh, yes, <laughs> oi, eye contact. <laughs> oh my, oh my, that's where it was good that you were a writer. <laughs> Indeed. So great. Well, let's talk about social media because you're on the various social media sites and and feel free to tell people how to find you. But why do you use social media? I love social media. I think uh, years ago, I wanted to put out a publication that promoted connectedness. Mm -hmm. I've always been for connecting with people. And obviously, through the Internet and through social media, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. uh, I'm part of LinkedIn. So people can reach me on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. on Facebook. I love it because for two reasons. Personally... You stay in touch with people that you may never have stayed in right. touch with. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect, finding out what's going on in different people's lives. And I think the other part is the business visibility. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal business visibility right. for you. And so uh, maintaining the contacts, sharing the information. Sometimes it's too much information <laughs> we share, but uh, basically that's why why I like it. Mm-hmm. It's 
to me, it's it has in many ways social media has replaced print mm-hmm. in terms of letter writing right. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't even in in many cases send an email anymore. You know, I send right. a, a private message through somebody on Facebook. You know, I've I've done away with that. So I I am one of those people that more and more Facebook is where I exist, which is of course what Facebook wants. You know, they yeah. really want you to never leave. That's part of the reason why they have the new timeline that they've started. All those various things. They really want you to only go to Facebook and just stay there for all your internet use uh, experience. Well, that's because their platforms are so varied. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use them for your business. You know, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. People do just the business piece. I kind of like doing the social piece. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just one of those social people that <laughs> likes communicating, likes knowing what other folks are doing and whether they're having fun. And you can learn so very, right. very much. Mm-hmm. But the business piece, a professional piece, is also very important. I've had instances where people have looked at my LinkedIn profile before they'll right. call me for, mm-hmm. say, a job mm-hmm. interview or a speech mm-hmm. or whatever. So Well, and I think that's in due large part to the fact that LinkedIn is more the professional site. Right. You know, on Facebook, I'm posting what I'm watching on TV. I'm talking about my poor cat who had to go to the vet. You know, all of those various things. But I'm not going to post that on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, I'm right. I'm only posting about professional things. So especially if I've never met someone, I go to their LinkedIn page first. And and really, if I've never met them face-to-face, the first thing I want is a picture. I want to see what they look like. And so I want to see a current picture, which that's going to bring me to the, the first subject is, you know, we're, we talk about the older demographics on, you know, the various platforms. And I have so many people, especially women, you know, now that we're maturing, we don't want a current picture. And to me, that's part of who we are. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I might fuzz the edges a bit. I might, you know, the, the picture might not be quite so much a close-up. But I think it's very important that, that people have that image of us. I would agree. Uh, and I think uh, I recently did a fun one mm-hmm. uh, with the beach in the background because mm-hmm. I had such a great time at, at the beach and I love right. water, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I got a few compliments. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I'll leave it up until mm-hmm. the next right. one. Mm-hmm. And I love the way you change your photos. It's always a surprise and fun. <laughs> who is she going to be today? <laughs> yeah, who is she going to be today? But honestly, this this morning I got a call from my son, a teacher son in D.C. who had read my Facebook post mm-hmm. and read your Facebook uh-huh. post and said, hey, I wanted to talk to you before you went on this yep. radio show. Yeah. So in the personal way, it's you have communication with mm-hmm. people you probably wouldn't normally right. have on a mm-hmm. daily basis. Well, and, and that's what makes it fun. And even if all we're doing is talking about the cat went to the vet or, you know, all those various things we work with people we know we like and we trust and we build those relationships by knowing a little bit more about them now you know i'll grant you there are times where i know enough about somebody that i think i don't want to work with them it's funny my blog post last week really hit on this i had gone online and posted a comment on a news uh, one of the the local news uh, stations uh, posts on on facebook they had a, a grammatically incorrect title for a story that they had done. And so I pointed that out. Now, that was my mistake. I should not have done that. I never should have gone online and publicly said, hello, you did this wrong. (laughs) But I was immediately lambasted. And one person called me an idiot, and another person called me stupid. 
And and the funny thing was they said that they were professional writers and their posts had multiple errors, which I just found that very ironic. But so I did a blog post about that. And I said, you know, we even though we don't know each other sometimes now, the community is very much interconnected. And I will remember who those people are. And so if there's ever a time when maybe somebody comes to me and says, gee, we're thinking of hiring this person as a writer, I might very well say, you know, you might want to rethink that. And and I think that is part of this, that maybe sometimes we share too much or we think it's anonymous. And it's, you know, we, we tend to see the younger demographics do that, but we also see the older demographics do that too. Have you seen that with people? I have seen that with people. I've seen kind of a, a growth curve mm-hmm. on how to use Facebook. There are people that, uh, and I know in my case, I'm vague about when I go out of town. Mm-hmm. And there are people that tell me I will not post pictures right. until I'm back mm-hmm. in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you only want to put out there what everybody can mm-hmm. read and you're comfortable mm-hmm. with, with doing. And right. I think, I think we've, we've had some growth and recognition mm-hmm. because of, for example, mm-hmm. what happened to you. Right. Well, and it's a scary world online to know that people really do know a lot about you. Now, yeah. on Facebook, according to their terms of service, you are supposed to use your true legal name. Some people do, some people don't. I mean, the the majority of people do, but there are also a lot of people who don't. And on LinkedIn, I mean, I can't imagine somebody not using their correct name because that's that's the professional platform. On Twitter, okay, you know, that's just kind of different. People use whatever they want there. But we have, in so many ways, lost that anonymity, and we've kind of taken advantage of that. We've we've said, gee, it's okay to call somebody stupid online because it's just a computer screen. You know, it's really not me. And and so my blog post last week was all about if you wouldn't say that to their face, then don't say it online. Exactly, I agree with you completely on that. We, uh, I have stopped posting certain things, mm-hmm. or I've I've actually had to click off certain people mm-hmm. that are always enraged and angry yep. and calling people names. Mm-hmm. You just you just don't want to do that. This right. is a conversation. Mm-hmm. This is a civil mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. And and literally, if you wouldn't say it to their face, then you shouldn't say it. Now, there are people who would probably call me stupid and an idiot to my <laughs> face. But, you know, it's it really is something that we need to watch. And hopefully that's where kind of maybe the more mature demographic will help. Because, as, as my mother would say, she grew up with Emily Post. Well, then, <laughs> listen, from everything you have told us about your mother on Facebook, we better listen. Oh, yes, here. yes. You know, it's, it's funny. She's probably listening. All um, right. Oh, yes. But, 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 you know, there is that different air of civility right. because we did know, you know, you didn't want to hurt someone's feelings. You, right. you wanted to be polite. And there are certainly ways to say what you want to say without being impolite. Well, I know you caught me a couple times I'd be doing dot 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 and doing some things and just posting real fast in in a fast in a hurry but as a journalist I had to think twice mm-hmm. just like I before E in neighborhood yesterday I'm like <laughs> how did I do this I, I was I was oh. back to teaching and I made yep. the correction right away mm-hmm. I said there are exceptions yep. oh I love it do when we this. do that mm-hmm. <laughs> but I I became much more conscientious that you know if I'm a journalist, a writer, and a speaker, I do not want mm-hmm. to have grammar right. errors. Right. I do not want to be posting things that the world can read that are spelled mm-hmm. incorrectly. Yeah. And we're not perfect. You yeah. know, especially if I post from my phone, it will do that auto spell check. And, you know, I've actually gone back in and taken out some words so that they don't ever appear. But 
It, you know, it, it is something that we should watch. We need to be professional. But that brings me to the point of why the older generation is going online. It's to make those business connections. You know, so many people assume, oh, Facebook really is just for the 20-year-olds. But, you know, it's it's how we're, we're meeting people, whether we're doing business with them or wanting to join a book club or whatever. We are going online as a, an aging demographic to reach out and meet people. Absolutely. I mean, all the numbers, all the statistics are pointing exactly to that. Mm-hmm. And there are many terms. I, I'm on two task forces, and we go back and forth. Oh, what what's our name? Uh, <laughs> do we want to be mature? Uh, we don't want to be called senior because that oh, seems no. to oh. have different. But I love Marty Barletta, who's an authority on marketing. Uh, prime time. We are prime. I like that. Prime mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't denote any anything of decrepitness right. or anything mm-hmm. like that. So the prime time demographic is, is really going on the Internet. It's the fastest growing group of Internet users are over the age mm-hmm. of 50. Great. So I I look at it. I started getting into this demographic because people were coming to me about jobs. Mm-hmm. I serve on Arapaho Douglas Works, and then having been so networked in the community so long in publications, people would come and say, do you know uh, a job, or do you know where I mm-hmm. could get information, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it occurred to me that even 40 to 45-year-olds were beginning to feel that they had a target on their back in this culture mm-hmm. about getting older right. and losing mm-hmm. jobs and not being valued. The whole, and now we have this culture shift of the boomers mm-hmm. who are saying, I, I'm not going to stop working. Right. Are you kidding yeah. me? Whether they want to or have to, they continue. So so right. let's talk about that when we come back. We're going to take a quick break, and let's really delve into some of the numbers because I think they will astound a lot of people. Sounds good.
are back. You do have a friend in me. I love that we're talking about the aging demographics on social media and we're playing the songs from Toy Story. I am Deb Creer, the socialite. You can find how to connect with me online by going to my show page here on milehighradio.com. So just go there and you can see how to connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, which I hope you'll do. It's funny. I have people who tell me, oh, I can't connect with you. And I say, why? Well, this is what you teach. You might you might critique my stuff. And I no, I would never do that unless specifically asked. I would never ever do that. So please feel free to connect with me. That's how we make friends. You know, this really is how we do all of this. So back with me now is is Judy Taylor and we're talking about the maturing demographics on on social media. And it's funny, I, I say the word mature and we're gonna switch and we're gonna use the word prime time. But a, a younger friend of mine on Facebook, much younger, she'd posted the the lyrics to a song. And of course I had no clue what she was talking about. And they were very nice lyrics. I mean, this wasn't anything that would have been embarrassing. And I said, you know, and I knew that they were song lyrics. And she said who the the band was, which I didn't know who they were. And I said, oh dear, I think I'm showing my age. And this cute little thing posted, you're not getting old, you're mature. And I said, okay, I want to be immature. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, let's, let's talk about that. You know, we can find all sorts of different numbers and, and statistics, but more than anything, the numbers really point to the fact that it is a very rapidly growing demographic online. So, you know, one of the the data that I have here from Comscore says that people age 45 to 54, almost 83% of that age demographic is online to some degree, 83%. And then the age 55 and up is 79.9% are online in some degree to, in social media. And these aren't people who are going online to share pictures of their, your, their grandkids. You know, they are doing that, but they're going online to connect. And, and as you mentioned before the break, many of them are going online to connect about jobs. You know, whether we thought, gee, we could retire when we hit that, that age, or we're wanting to take a second job, or for many people entering, you know, re-entering the, the, the marketplace. So they're, they're having to go online because that's where everybody else is, and they're very uncertain about how to do it. Well, that's one of the things we're, we're looking at. I serve on, as I said, two task force, and one is connected with Arapahoe-Douglas Works. Another one is an outreach committee in Douglas County. Uh, 70% of the voting population in Douglas County does not have children in the schools, mm-hmm. and so that's a huge block. Right. And many of them are mm-hmm. over 50 or 55. But as far as... Being in that age group looking for jobs, it's absolutely like almost a Bible now. The one presentation I did give, and the room was packed. It was called, it's called the 50 plus and fabulous program at Arapaho Douglas mm-hmm. Works. And of course, I gave all the credit to my guru, Deb Creer. <laughs> I said, look, I will give you an overview of what has to happen in your life if you're in this age group. Social media is a must, Mm -hmm. and here are the different types of social media. I was astounded at the level of talent that sat in that room. I'm talking engineers who could find articles on bridges. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want bridges falling. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know how to post an article. Mm -hmm. And so we start basically from scratch. Mm -hmm. And once you peel the layers away, if you get familiar with what, say the four or five main drivers mm-hmm. and right. platforms mm-hmm. of social media are LinkedIn is probably number one if you're yeah. looking for yes, for a job. Most definitely. Your profile, mm-hmm. all of that and a lot there were many in the room did that did not know what LinkedIn mm-hmm. 
was or how it worked. Right. So you you just start basically LinkedIn.com mm-hmm. and do your research. But well, and, yeah. and LinkedIn is an older demographic. You know, the average user yeah. on LinkedIn is over 40 years old. So that kind of helps with feeling more comfortable with it might be the, the easiest way to do it. And you are just posting about business things. Exactly, exactly. But most people, I think, go to Facebook, or a lot of people in the age group, in the prime time mature age group, Go because their their children or their right. friends are mm-hmm. on. Uh, that's how we did a whole reunion, mm-hmm. a high school reunion, right. mm-hmm. was through the in, through the internet mm-hmm. and many uh, our own address, etc. So yes, it's essential. It's almost as I said, you have to have the Bible of the internet and Facebook and LinkedIn if you're looking for a job mm-hmm. and you want that visibility and know how to use the mm-hmm. tools and. I'm amazed at the number of people that are simply saying, I've, I've got to do this. Mm-hmm. I've got to do this. Right. Because everybody is doing it. Well, and, and you know, as, as we've talked about, it is scary to know what to put, what not to put. You know, on LinkedIn, I there is a resource on my website. You can just go to debcreer.com, and there is a, a page there on how to write your LinkedIn profile that will walk you through it. But more than anything... Don't give information you're not comfortable giving, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, all those sites, because they all ask for things like your address, Mm -hmm. phone numbers, email addresses. What you might consider, especially like for an email address, is set up a Gmail account or a Yahoo account, or one of the free ones, that social media is the only place you use that. So that's going to help eliminate some of the hackers. And and that's one of the big concerns. People tell me, well, I can't go online because I'm going to get a hacker. Well, don't click the links. You know, unless you really know, and you can tell by the, the URL, the website address. You know, if, if somebody's saying, gee, go look at this thing on CBS TV, and, and it's got a totally different, you know, URL, then no, it, it might not be something good. But if you wouldn't open it in an email or things like that, and if you don't know the people, don't click the links. You know, that's, that's a very good way to get spam, malware, all sorts of things like that. Just don't click those, you know, and, and that's my problem. I'm the kid with bright, shiny objects. Ooh, I have to click the link. Ooh, I have to click the link. And then pretty soon, you know, I'm, I've gotten lost and, and, you know, I've, I've, I've been very fortunate. I've never had a problem, yeah. but just don't click those things. Well, there's, there's a lot of scams mm-hmm. out there. Right. And I think, People will post something and they'll go, "Oh my gosh, it was a scam." Mm-hmm. Now I followed, I followed you last week on that whole issue, mm-hmm. and it just told me that sometimes we don't know who we're dealing right. with mm-hmm. out there, and to add that extra element of caution. Right. Well, and we all want to help people, so right. you know, you might see a link. One of the ones last week was, you know, if this Facebook page gets a hundred people who like it, this child will get a free heart transplant. Okay, really. <laughs> You know, we have to use some common sense. Right. That sounds wonderful. And wouldn't that be nice if we could do that? But 100 likes on a Facebook page and somebody's going to get something like that. So we do have to use common sense. You know, you, if you wouldn't really look at that, you know, maybe on your TV, wherever, if you wouldn't believe it if you read it in the Denver Post, the Wall Street mm-hmm. Journal, then why do you believe it on Facebook? You know, that's and that's right. what I tell people is, you know, just ch- check those things out before the, before you share them. And I think there was one last week also about if you did this, you could get free coffee at Starbucks. Uh-huh. Yep. And that turned out to be. Well, some of the big names always get targeted, you know, because yeah. people want free coffee. They want the free gift pass. They want all those various things. More than anything, if it's too good to be true, it is. So yes. just don't even check it out. 
You know, it's it, it that's that's what it comes down to. Now, I do have to admit, I'm looking at my Facebook page right now, and there is the funniest picture. It is Tim Tebow, Tim Tebowing, in front of Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my! Now you know that's cute. <laughs> that is that is very cute. Somebody said they saw him on the road. You know, on I-25 mm-hmm. somewhere yesterday after they got back. And the person posted mm-hmm. this on Facebook and said it must be hard to be Tim Tebow uh-huh. coming back yeah. to this city. But, you know, he's he's he has such a terrific personality that he's going to be just fine and, and everything. Oh, but, yeah. you know, but that does bring up, I, that was one of the things that it got a little much. There were so many people posting about Tim Tebow. And we'll see that now coming up with elections, with yep. all of those various things. So I do, you know, I tell people, watch religion and politics. Because yeah. you can alienate people when maybe you were joking. When, you know, maybe that's not your philosophy, but you thought, gee, this was a cute post. So watch those things. People take politics and religion very, very seriously, which they should. But you need to watch when you're posting that. And especially if, say, a younger demographic is posting and they've got the older demographic as people they're connected with. Exactly. Well, now I think in Facebook, correct me if I'm wrong, they will say 10 stories related to football. Mm -hmm. Yep, they start scrunching them together. They scrunch them together, and so you can choose now Mm -hmm. whether to look at those stories. Mm -hmm. But, yes, when there's something like that big game Saturday mm-hmm. night. Oh my goodness, the oh. airwaves. There was there were a couple of good stories. Mm-hmm. Rick Riley's right. story mm-hmm. on Tim Tebow was very good. But it, when everybody's talking about it, I guess you do a lot of scrolling mm-hmm. and and pick what you right. want to. And so then that's when you just turn it off for a little bit and you figure okay, that's that's going to be. But yeah. yeah, politics are are the big, you know, that really is one of the biggies. There are people that I hide during political contests because they're so into it. And right. and they don't understand that other people have an opinion. Well, I, and having just come off <laughs> being a campaign manager for a political mm-hmm. campaign, yes, it had to be careful. In fact, I think I wrote to you and said, you know, I'm doing this, but I'm only going mm-hmm. to do a couple. Yep. But I felt so passionately about mm-hmm. the, the candidate right. and what was going on in the district and the issues for parents. Mm-hmm. But still, you you do it with caution. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to alienate, and and you don't want to, God forbid, be defriended. Yes, I know. How do you find out? That's a good question. The, for us the today. only way that you find out if you've been defriended is if you try and communicate with somebody. You know, and yeah. and so it. You know, if, if if say Judy, I were you know, heaven forbid, to defriend you, it's not like you would get a notice that says Deb Creer is no longer your friend. You would just never know unless you tried to communicate with me directly. Or if you weren't showing up, yes, like then you all of a sudden do. I just disappeared. You know, and and um, but yeah, that's that's one of the nice things is nobody knows. And same thing on Twitter, LinkedIn, all of those things. You don't get a notice that you're no longer connected with them. It's only if you try and reach back out to them that you notice. But I think we're going to face this exactly mm-hmm. what you brought up, the, the whole political scene. And there was a lot of religious talk, mm-hmm. too, because of the, the Tebow right. situation. Uh-huh. And you're right. This is an election year. Here we come. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be an interesting one. Well, on, on and I love the people who do post about it, but post about it in a way to make people think. You know, and, right, and, and right. that's great. And then you see the discourse going on and the discussions on their pages. And, and those are always really fun and very interesting, whether I comment or not. And typically I don't. I typically just, you know, avoid all of those. But, you know, that's the other thing coming back to the links. Make sure that if you're referring to something, that it's a reputable source. Now, you know, 
everybody's always going to question what's reputable and what's not, but there are definitely more and less reputable sites to refer to. I'm very careful about mm-hmm. that, you know, when I click and mm-hmm. share. Yep. Because there are some excellent, excellent things that you mm-hmm. might not see in a newspaper. Who's, right. You know, oh, it depends yeah. who's reading yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I would agree. But you, you have this wonderful way of being very funny in your posts <laughs> at times. And Poking fun at myself on occasion. Well, very much so. And, and I, haven't, I haven't seen the story yet on what you went through this morning with the yeah. vet. Oh, I think I, I think I'm not going to post. I was not very happy with my vet this morning, and I think we'll avoid that. But you know, when we come back, let's talk more demographics. We, we let's get more really into these numbers and and surprise people on this. All right. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail, and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail, and your third fiance didn't show. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. You wanna be where you See, our troubles are all the same. You wanna be where everybody knows your name. Roll out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning's looking bright. And your shrink ran off to Europe and didn't even write. And your husband wants to be a girl. So that really was the name of my blog post last week, where everybody knows your name, because I was talking about the fact that we're not really anonymous on social media. We are to some degree, but we can't say everything we want to say online. Um, welcome back. I'm Deb Creer. I'm here with Judy Taylor. And right before the break, we started to talk about you know the, my trials and tribulations with my vet. I had written a post where I was venting about the fact that I was not happy with my vet this morning. And then I thought, no, that's not fair because they couldn't respond. And, and so I did. I deleted it. I had my little venting, you know, where I wrote my two or three sentences and then I deleted it. But it, that does bring out a point. Some people use Facebook in particular, as a way to sometimes get out frustrations, get out, you know, things that they're not happy with, that's not a bad thing. And that's why I tell businesses they need to be online. Because if you're, bus- if you're not online and you're hiding your head in the sand, people are still talking about your business. So you should be there. <clears throat> Excuse me, and be part of the conversation. You know, so maybe I had posted about, you know, I got a bad cup of coffee at wherever. 
if they responded and said, you know what, come back and we'll give you a free cup of coffee, wow, I'd be really impressed. But if they didn't respond and then everybody else said, gee, we got a bad cup of coffee, we got a bad cup of coffee, that's, you know, and, and that brings me back to, you know, we as women, sometimes we do that. We, you know, we, we get a little catty. We, you know, we post some things sometimes that we really shouldn't post. Well, and I think, again, we, we, we have to be careful, but I would say that I think you are one of the most non-judgmental people <laughs> I've ever come across when it comes to those kinds of issues. And, yeah, I think we have fun. I think there's some mm-hmm. element of fun. And, and you don't want to do it if it's not fun. No. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the posts I don't like are the angry, real shrill, yep. angry, mm-hmm. it's this way yes. or no way. Or no way, yeah. And you just go, but God, mm-hmm. I don't want to see that yeah. person for well, a while. And then the problem is you, you eliminate them from everything. And it could have just been they were having a bad day. Right. Um, I tell you, one of the things, though, that delighted me to know in last week when I wrote my blog post, somebody that I went to kindergarten with responded. I mean, I just thought that was the coolest That's thing amazing. in the world. And we've, you know, obviously we've we've been in touch on social media, but not a lot. But it hit a little hot button with her. And, you know, and, and she said, you know, she is somebody who, if she's very open, very honest, if she doesn't like you, she will tell you, but she never does it online. And, and, but to me, it was just so neat that she took the time to even read and then respond. Yeah, that is wonderful. I, I have a high school friend in Toronto mm-hmm. that will do that. Mainly she will post them, but sometimes she'll choose to send me a private message, mm-hmm. you know, that, yep. that appears mm-hmm. in the messages. So you, you can do it that mm-hmm. way right. too if, if you prefer. But as far as, when you vent, there's always this element of, of humor in it. <laughs> and I sort of wait, okay, what's the next dog show? I want to know how, mm-hmm. how is everybody yes. doing in this family? Oh, I know. Diva was at the dog show yesterday. Was, oh, Diva, Diva debuted yesterday. And I apologize, I have not posted her debut picture. I need to get that done because of course I have one. Um, oh. and, but yeah, we will get that posted because the, you know, she, she did make her dog show debut yesterday. Well, that's good. I'm I'm waiting for your post on how to remove wallpaper and how the painting went. I think the painting is finished. The painting is almost done. You but know. think of the tools you're providing us with I on know. Facebook. You know, and it's funny because when I've needed tools, I've gone to Facebook and I've said, okay, I'm trying to do X. Can anybody tell me how to do this? And immediately I get responses, you know, and, and, and some of them work out, some of them don't. But it's fun to have those communications with people. And frequently what I found is when I ask questions, I get responses from people who have never communicated before. So that's one of the tips I tell people. If you want to develop relationships, ask questions. You know, and, and even if it's just as simple as, you know, is anybody else tired of hearing about the Denver Broncos? Or, you know, now granted, it would have been nice to have had two more games out of them. But, you know, ask those questions. Social media is all about two-way communication. If you just want to post and never respond, never communicate p- with people, that's called a website. Mm-hmm. Um, to some degree, it's a blog, but really good blogs have that interaction with people. You uh, said that years ago. Have you heard? You would throw out questions mm-hmm. that people could use. Have you seen? And that's very powerful and very, very true. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the growing mm-hmm. influence of people over 45 mm-hmm. on the Internet? Just things like that yeah. that would make people think that are mm-hmm. non-controversial, that, that are fun. 
I mean, uh, the post I did last week, being treated at a Montessori school like a rock star, mm-hmm. got a lot of cute, supportive right. comments. Mm-hmm. But the, these, uh, my, my family out in California is an Apple family. Mm-hmm. My son works for Apple. And I have seen three-year-olds do amazing things. Right. I mean, sweeping across screens before I knew what an iPad mm-hmm. was. And so to be part of that electronic world... Mm-hmm. You have to be. Well, and we're playing catch up. You know, we're to, playing to these catch kids up. that that are doing this. You know, one of the the stats that you have says that um, the youngest demographic is only going to grow online by about three percent. Yes. Um. I, that's and uh, the reason for that is they're online already. It's exactly. not that they can can grow. They're already there. But yeah. the other markets have to grow. And, and I just pulled up this information. I got this from Google, but it's information on Facebook. And, and you know, Google, it's it's uh, from their advertising thing. So you know that, you know, those numbers are, are pretty good because they want to tie their ad dollars into it. So this is as of December 2001. So percentage-wise, women are online on, on Facebook more than men. Uh, 58% women, uh, 42% men. But this one is the one that surprises people. So the age range of both sexes, between 45 and 54, the percentage of Facebook users is 32%. I mean, that's a huge number of people in that mid-range demographic. So 32% of people that are on on Facebook are 45 to 54 years old. You know, we do always tend to think they're younger. It's the kids. It's not. It's our generation. That's true, and the numbers are, are saying that. They're saying uh, from Prime Time, uh, the book called Prime Time, over the next 15 years, the 50 to 64-year-old online market will grow 50%. Right. And the 50, the 65-plus market will grow 32%. Mm-hmm. And so this cultural shift, because of social media, must be making some marketers a little nervous. Very nervous. How, how, how do they reach this if they haven't done the outreach already? Mm-hmm. And when you put, say, the women's market together who dominate buying mm-hmm. and you put the boomer market together, this convergence must have marketers right. awa- awake at night yep. saying, okay, what do we do? We have to be, we have to have a presence mm-hmm. on the social media because that's where the audience is. That's where the buyers mm-hmm. are. I know now, you know, I know one of the ways women shop is they recommend. Mm-hmm. You've recommended yep. places to me and I go. But what happens now is more, it's more a recommendation of well, have you checked this site? Mm-hmm. Have you gone to this site? They, I saw a jacket that mm-hmm. would just be perfect yeah. for you. And that's what's driving the Internet sales. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes well, and that's said. why sites like Foursquare, checking in on places with Facebook, that's why those are popular, too. Because, you know, when you're at that business, you know, whether it's Starbucks, it's JCPenney's, it's, you know, uh, Barnes & Noble, any of those things, when you check in... And, and then it posts to your Facebook page. What you have done is you have told all your friends, I like this business. So mm-hmm. that's why businesses encourage it. So the, the important thing for business is they need to have set up that check-in point. You know, it can't just be that, you know, somebody went and created the thing because you want it to have the accurate information. You want it to refer back to your website because that might be where right. you post the coupons, all of those various things. But it was funny. I, I checked in um, at, to a, a, a restaurant one time. And, and I checked in on Facebook. I immediately got a notification that I got a free appetizer. 
to, now I, I chose then not to use it and they said, that's okay. You know, you can use it some other time. I got, uh, now I got a text message a, a week or so ago from the, uh, the place where I buy my tires that I'm now a VIP customer and I can get $10 off. So we do all these things so much now with our phones that that's where people are, uh, the, Things are trending. Um, last week on this program, I had the, the folks on who were talking about mobile apps. Businesses that, that don't at least acknowledge that there's going to be a presence on the smartphones, they're really going to lose out, especially if you're a brick-and-mortar type of place. Well, that's another generational shift. Mm-hmm. The younger generation has relied on texting and you know mm-hmm. mobile phones yep. much longer than, oh, yeah. than the prime-time mature generation. But everybody's catching up. I have met more and more adults, you know, older mm-hmm. adults who say, I had to learn to text so that mm-hmm. I could communicate yeah. with my children. Yeah. And then the Q codes, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things oh, are, yeah. are coming into to the, the mobile mm-hmm. app conversation. Yep. And just the example of uh, uh, taking someone to justice, that tween mm-hmm. store yeah. I went mm-hmm. to. And the the little uh, the nine year old says, "Well, they they make things that we like, like Angry Birds stuffed animals." Mm-hmm. I thought, Ang- "Angry Birds mm-hmm. stuffed animals." And Angry Birds started as a mobile app. We talked about exactly. that last week. You know, and uh, the funny thing is, several years ago, we never would have thought this. You know, it, it wasn't in the conversation. No, no, you know, and and now my first cell phone was one of those bricks. You know, those things yeah. that weighed a ton. You never used it because it weighed a ton, and it cost you a small fortune, but you still had it. You know, and and I'm I am one of those. I typically change my phone once a year. I don't change much more often than that. But then it's and it's not quite the latest and greatest. But I come pretty close to to wanting the latest and greatest in technology. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I've been told that by my son who works for Apple. Uh-huh. I'm going to graduate to <laughs> one of those phones eventually. But I wanted to learn. I got one with big numbers. That's another thing. As we get older, something happens to the eyesight. We don't ask for it to I happen. Know, I know. And so here we have these thumbs, and we're trying to do mm-hmm. everything. But we learn, and we have fun at it, and mm-hmm. we're part of a conversation. I think I was sharing with you earlier, we had a really bad brush fire mm-hmm. last March. Right. And the way people the way people found out about that brush fire, I had a son who was in California on vacation. He found out through text mail, mm-hmm. through text. Yep. My next-door neighbor was on a plane coming back from Phoenix. They found out through a text mm-hmm. message that there was a fire yeah. very close well, to us. And how many of us now get our news through Facebook and Twitter. Now, I try to actually make sure, you know, like, but, but I'm, I, I, um, follow the, the pages for all of the various media outlets here in town and some of the bigger ones, but that's how I get my news. You know, I'm, I no longer subscribe to the Daily Denver Post. Now, I do get it on weekends, but that's mm-hmm. more because I want the weekend information that's in there. But yeah, I get my news online. Well, and, you know, yeah. for a media person, that's gotta be scary. Well, what has happened to print is is astonishing. Mm-hmm. It is scary. It's going to require huge readjustment. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, two, three weeks ago, 19 people were let go from the Denver Post? Mm-hmm. And I thought, my God, yeah. they have a skeleton crew mm-hmm. now putting out the newspaper. Yeah. Yes, you're speaking to someone who did print, uh, was the founding editor of Denver Woman. I've been in the magazine business and letting go. Mm-hmm. But I'm like you. Uh, somebody saw me, you know, looking at my phone the other day. They said, oh, are you checking your email? I said, no, I'm reading the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, I, I would yeah. say that is beginning to happen at astonishing rates. 
Well, and it really is the way that so many people just communicate. You know, we've we've been talking about that. I have a lot of family members who live not terribly far from Joplin, Missouri. And oh. when that tornado hit last May, that was the only way we were getting news at, out of them. Now, you know, they were able right away to pick up a phone and call and say we're okay and, and things like that. But a, another good friend of mine, her mother was uh, – she wasn't injured, but – their property was damaged, some things like that. And the only way that she was able to reach her was somebody else sent her a tweet that said, hey, your mom is here and she's fine. And and that's all she really needed to know. But one of the things that I found very interesting was one of the very first uh, assist trucks that arrived to Joplin was a truck from, I believe it was from Duracell. And, and it was a big semi. And it didn't have batteries. It had all of these ports on the outside of it where you could plug your phone in and recharge it. Because, of course, when the tornadoes hit, people ran out of their homes. Maybe they had their phone on them. Usually they did. You know, we, we mine's in my pocket or attached to my belt or wherever all the time. But you came out without your charger. And so you were able to go to this truck and charge your phone and then communicate back with your friends and family. Well, and that's going to happen more mm-hmm. and more. I mean, it's going to be an electronic world. I can't envision not having... A small, mm-hmm. you know, your yep. notebook, your mm-hmm. netbook. I have an iPad. Uh, you know, I have the, the Android mm-hmm. for now. Uh, learning all the applications, mm-hmm. yep. et cetera, et cetera. And this isn't going to stop. It's like the numbers. The numbers aren't going to right. go down. Mm-hmm. The numbers are going to continue to increase mm-hmm. and, and continue to oh, rise. Oh, yeah, most I mean, definitely. Uh, 94% of 51 to 59-year-olds, 94% use email. Uh, 60 to 69-year-olds, 90%. Yeah. How are you going to reach people if, you t- if you're not on in yeah. an electronic and, sense? And if you don't think it's important, you know, it, just sit down and watch TV some evening. Spend an hour and just keep track of the number of commercials that refer to their Facebook page. It's astounding how many. It's definitely more than half anymore. Now, there are some that, that can't from regulation standpoint and things like that, right. like pharmaceutical companies and, and things. But for the most part, it's going to refer people right to sending them to the Facebook page. Well, absolutely. And I'm glad you didn't say they were all pharmaceuticals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's a preponderance of addresses mm-hmm. there. But I, I think one of the greatest things is to be able to do Research, mm-hmm. and yep. maybe we can yeah. talk you're, about Yeah, you're going that. to buy a product, a service, you go online right. and research them. So, yeah, let's talk about that when we come back from our break.
Why can't we be friends? We can. We can be friends online on social media. Be sure to follow me. Judy, give us a way to connect with you online. Well, I, I have um, I have my LinkedIn address, Judy B. Taylor. There, do you know how many Judy Taylors there are? <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, and I'm on Facebook. Also, uh, Judy B. Ta- or J. Taylor. J. Taylor at Leading Edge Advisors with an E. Great. So there's there's a lot of electronic mm-hmm. ways uh, to to get a hold of me. Well, and you know I encourage people to interconnect. I, I have so many people who tell me, "Gee, I only want to connect with people I personally know," and that's great. There is nothing wrong with it. The cool thing about social media is it's very individualistic. You know, there are some people who only want to connect with family, some people who only want to connect with business associates. Whatever works for you works best. But to me, it is all interconnected. There's there's really no personal versus professional because, you know, my mom, back to my mom again, bless her little heart, you know, she's told people, this is what my daughter does. You have to listen to this. You have to do this. You know, your, your family can be a potential client or refer you to a potential client or a potential job just as much as somebody else can. So, you know, think about your posts. You know, don't post, I hate my job, I hate my job, so I've been stealing from my employer. Because the person you're connected to might be the person who could refer you to a job. And, you know, if that's me, I'm not going to jeopardize my reputation by doing that. No, and, and back to your mother, it's all good. Remember, let your mother know that everything, it's its all good. We have had so much fun. We followed the move. I love the posts of where she lives. I want to know where this palace I is. I know, I know. Heavens. You know, and, and, you know, there are people who say that I probably post too much, like my husband. Bless him. Um but, you know, people care, and they wanted to know what was happening with mm-hmm. my mom because she sold her home. She'd lived in um, Windsor, th- up in Walden, Walden, so way up in the mountains. She'd lived there um, 51 years, oh. and so she has moved, as she calls it, back home. You know, she's lived here more than, you know, a, a good portion of her life, but she moved back home, back to Kansas. And so people really wanted to know about that. They wanted to know, you know, what she got, what, you know, and, you know, and the, the really funny thing was I discovered online that one of my business associates, grew up about a block from where mom now lives. And how did you find that out? I posted online. And see, yep. I see the day that we're going to see a Deb's list online, just like an <laughs> Angie's list. And, you know, speaking of lists mm-hmm. like that, they're very comforting in the sense that you trust the source. Yep. And therefore, if you mm-hmm. have to hire someone to do something, mm-hmm. it really is a, a good thing. Yep. This is where... I think the internet is a good right. thing. Right. And and we want to hear other people's comments. Exactly. You know, did they like that restaurant? Did they did they not like it? You know, all of those yeah. various things. And and I see that all the time. You know, I see people posting, well, I saw one last week. Somebody said, you know, looking for a new place to go for dinner, I don't go to chains. And they got so many really cool suggestions for restaurants. Now just think, if that restaurant had somewhere been in touch, and they were able to say, hey, come in and we'll give you a free appetizer. We'll do something like that. Now, on, yes. on Facebook private posts, on your on your personal pages, those you can't find on search engines, things like that. So, But if somebody had posted on a, a tweet especially, you know, on Twitter, if, if those businesses don't follow those, that's a, a problem. Um, I'm looking at some various uh, webinar software. So I posted online about one of them. You know, does anybody have any experience with, you know, this one? And, of course, I did it with the at symbol tagging their page and they responded almost right away tell us what we can do to make you be a customer and you know that was perfect it was great i loved it well yes and it's perfect for 
you know, the person that's mm-hmm. trying to get your business. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very good. And, and it's so easy to monitor your online presence. Uh, you know, there are various tools and things that you can do it that, that you can utilize. I personally use Google Alerts. That's what I have that finds my name. Mm-hmm. So anytime my name and various derivations of it, so misspellings, things like that, anytime that appears, <coughs> excuse me, online, I get an email. And it's usually within about 10 minutes because I can track it. I will do a blog post, and within about 10 minutes, it will tell me that that's there, which is a little scary that the Internet is that huge, but it can find that that fast. Now, I'm lucky. There are only uh, three Deb Creers in all of the United States, so I'm, it's wow. not like I'm Judy Taylor. Um, <laughs> but but I do know that information and that's so important as a business person because just think if one of the other Deb Creers did something very bad and then somebody Googled me. You know, we, we talked at the very start of this program about how you go to someone's uh, LinkedIn page, you also Google them. You know, if I'm right. meeting somebody very often for the first time, if I am meeting them, I, I do a Google search. Well, I think we were talking before about the research mm-hmm. capabilities and the, the most fascinating things that you can find online. Mm-hmm. If you miss the Golden Globes, for example, I know. you can just, you know, what do you want to hear Meryl Streep's yep. talk? You can get that online. I want to see what the dresses were. Oh, that's a whole new, that's a whole new ball game. I, I always like the fashion. Those, that's always my, but, and it's funny, so I don't have to watch the programs. Yeah. I just go back online. And, and it, on Facebook, I, I follow several, uh, celebrity writers for back of, lack of a better term. And so, of course, they've been posting all this. So I was. I was able to go on. I found the high points, the low points, you know, all those various Gosh, things. You... So I didn't have to spend the time watching the program last night. I just went on to Facebook. Um, and you, know, you knew the color yeah. of Angelina Jolie's yeah, dress yeah. and the now, matching lipstick. The, the tricky thing, though, with especially here in the Mountain Time Zone, is they will say things are live and they aren't. You know, we, it, it, Sometimes they're recorded. Right. I have learned that on the final night of Dancing with the Stars... I cannot go online because somebody will spoil it for me. <laughs> that has happened. That happened to me. Uh-huh. And I, I yeah. had to keep quiet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, and, and, and it's because this, the, you know, our funky little time zone here, even though we think it's live, it's not. It's the recorded version. And so somebody posts, hey, you know, this was, was who won. And I was like, oh, I haven't even watched the program yet. Yeah. The, you know, the other thing I like about Facebook, there's certain people that will put on phenomenal quotes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just fun. I still have to learn how to apply the cartoons, yep. the, the photo aspect from the cartoons. But you can get a lift. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get a, a lift. Yeah, uh, whether it's a cute picture, a little Maxine cartoon, who knows? Well, I saw a friend with her her grandchildren, and they were all in blue and orange, ah, and mm-hmm. they had the dark yep. under their eyes, all of them. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And she happens to be on a trip. And I thought, this is great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see what she's doing. I see yep. her family. See what fun she's mm-hmm. having getting ready for. Well, we won't mm-hmm. talk about yeah. We We know what happened yeah, in the day. Yeah, there's to... always next year. Right. Um, you know, and, and, but that does bring us back full circle that when we're online, we're there to be social. You know, and, and if we make business, you know, get business out of it, that's great. But it is, again, about being social. And if you're not being social, you turn people off. Well, yes. I mean, you're not going to read someone's mm-hmm. thesis. Right. And in, in fact, I think I shared with you one of the problems of being a journalist is you're, you're so used to being so precise mm-hmm. and fact-checking that when you blog, you, you can do a little less mm-hmm. of that. You right. still want to be mm-hmm. accurate mm-hmm. and not give out misinformation. 
but you have to learn to relax when you blo- when you blog. Mm-hmm. It's not the tight formation that I'm accustomed mm-hmm. to in the print media. Right. Another culture change. Mm-hmm. Here we go. But I'm willing to right. try it, yeah. do it, and go through the process yeah. of having fun with yeah. it. Yeah, because I want to read your blog when I'm sitting in my car before an appointment. You know, so I'm, I'm going to use my smartphone to do it. I don't want to wait and have to get the print version and have to go find the print version. And, you know, I, unfortunately, that's what we have. Fortunately or unfortunately, we've become a society that wants it and wants it right now. And that's just the reality we're going to have to li- mm-hmm. to live with and, and learn how to use it. Right. So it, it, it's, to me, though, it's a benefit. Mm-hmm. It's a benefit to yeah. be able to have information so quickly. Well, and, you know, it's, it sometimes gets a little overwhelming. You know, I do right. a, a search on my smartphone and I get, you know, 10,000 results. I'm like, okay, didn't use the right terms there, did I? But, you know, I can find, you know, maybe I just needed that address. I can find it right away. I don't have to stop and think, okay, now, who can I call mm-hmm. who's by their computer or by a phone book or all those things? I just look it up on my phone. Well, the thing is, you you don't have to read a full story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have days where I don't want to hear anything political. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. There are days that I say don't want to, mm-hmm. won't look at that site. But I make that choice, mm-hmm. and then I get on Facebook, and inevitably somebody may have a, f- a, a funny. That is one thing I find. There's mm-hmm. humor. Yep. You can. There's oh, always yeah. those posts mm-hmm. with humor. Mm-hmm. I wait. There's a mutual friend of ours who every Sunday morning she just goes ah. Oh. Sunday. Uh-huh. And I saw her one day and I said, you know, if you didn't show up on a Sunday, I'd be oh, really worried about you. Yep. Well, and, and we do expect that presence from people. You know, you'd, you'd mentioned earlier, if I don't post, it's really funny when I don't post, you know, maybe I've been painting and, you know, not turning my computer on and doing all those various things. I have had people contact me because they're concerned. Well, that's, that happens yeah. on the weekends, yeah. I'm sure. Now, you know, does that mean I'm posting too much? Well, maybe. But the fact that total strangers, for the most part, were worried, that's a good thing. I like that. And they were worried in a good way. Well, it's fun to be part on the yeah. cutting edge. Yeah. The cutting edge of mm-hmm. a whole cultural shift here. Right. And, yes, I miss it when you're not online. I go, well, I wonder what Deb's doing. Yes. I wonder where she is. <laughs> is she in a foreign country? <laughs> she can't post the course she can. Oh, I know. <laughs> that was disastrous when I went on vacation, and I couldn't post from, from Italy. I mean, you know, and the funny thing was I posted, you know, in each airport as we were getting there, and then kapoof, I walk out of that airport in Rome, and my phone would not work. I had people who were going to call the embassies because they just thought that I'd been hit by a bus or something. And I know the phone didn't work. Um, but, you know, that was what was funny about it because they, they really were concerned that, you know, poof, I'd gone away. So then when I went to Ireland and Scotland, I made sure that the phone worked. Yes, we knew where yes. you were in Ireland, thank mm-hmm. God, because you had, you know, we had uh-huh. gone through this. And yeah. and so we, here we are describing the social media, particularly of Facebook, and it is, it's like a family mm-hmm. in some ways. Yep. And some of the family members we don't like so much, and well, some we love dearly. Yeah, you know, and, and we reconnected with people, like I was saying earlier, somebody that I went to kindergarten with, or maybe it's somebody that we've, you know, I've never met face-to-face, but they're, they're, they're now what I would consider to be good friends. You know, and, and I've met them online, which to me is such a benefit because I wouldn't have met them otherwise. Well, that, that's right, and, and it's going to keep growing we're going to have to get used to the timeline. Mm-hmm. I see you've already got it. Oh, yeah. I switched to timeline in September. <laughs> tell, me, tell us why you switched to timeline. Well, I kept of, reading I, I wanted to switch so that I could tell people how to do it. But, you know, to me, I liked it. I, I, they're good and bad pieces. I really like the big picture. I don't like the two columns. 
the two columns are rather funky, but I found something out the other day how to read the two columns. They, they are in chronological order, and in the center of that column, there's a tiny little line, and it's showing you by by hour, by date, by, by however, where that fell in, in your timeline. So what you're saying is we can find your older posts. You can find my older posts. I Now, I, be, I behave myself. I've never posted anything that my grandmother would not like. And so, you know, you could go back and find those older posts. They might be pretty funny. But, you know, I'm I'm very much subscribed to the rule that I should never post anything that I wouldn't want the whole world to see. Well, what, what we haven't mentioned, and I'm so glad you have it, is Skype. Mm-hmm. Skype is going to be our connection. I know. Once I move, we have to Skype. That's so. it. And that's another another. I know. More technology. We can even Skype with our phones. I mean, who knew? Such fun, I didn't such know fun. that. And yeah. sometimes I'll see a friend that's mm-hmm. on Skype and I'll go, it just popped up. I it know, just told I me know. she's yeah. on Skype. Well, and speaking of Skype, my guest next week, we might be only communicating with her via Skype. I'm not sure we're going to have her in studio. We have scheduled Vivica Von Rosen, who is a LinkedIn expert. But more importantly, uh, several weeks ago, she was named by Forbes magazine as one of the top 10 most influential women on social media. So I'm very excited wow. about that. Hopefully we have her on Skype. If we don't, we've got a backup plan, and Vivica will appear later. But that's who we have planned. The week after that, we I have um, uh, a book author scheduled to be on. We've got just all sorts of people to talk about how we use social media to promote ourselves and our businesses. I am going to focus several programs on LinkedIn. So people who are looking for a job, people who are looking to network that way, we will really be focusing very much on LinkedIn. That's wonderful because it's so badly needed. Yeah. yeah. So and it's so helpful. I mean, guess what? We in this age group can have fun. I know. <laughs> At our computers. Who At knew? Our computers. Who knew? Who so, knew right. that we'd be hours yeah. researching and bantering back and forth? Yeah. Well, Judy, I have enjoyed this so much, but we are at the top of the hour already. I know, isn't that wild? We definitely have to have you back on so, at some point before I leave, or you know, I'm gonna hopefully still be able to do the program once I leave. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll have you back on because I want you to talk about your book. I want to All talk right. about more numbers. As always, could not do this program without Scott, the engineer. He makes this go. He's the one who turns the buttons. We'd be just dead air without Scott. I'd still be talking, but nobody would hear me. So thank you very much. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And catch us next week when my guest will be Vivica Ron Rosen. You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.